I got to tell you, today I am so excited for all of our listeners across the globe because you're going to meet a dynamic young professional that I happen to have as a guest today. And this person has so impressed me with all that I have heard and seen that I said to myself, she has got to be a guest on this show because our listeners want to hear and learn from those people that are so talented in life that they add great value. Hey, good morning. Jimmy Williams here with Live a Life by Design. My partner in crime, Lori Few, is uh, taking the day off, and I'm not sure how that happens other than she told me she's taking the day off. So, you know, when you're a celebrity, folks, this is how this works. But one of the things we've been doing on the podcast is changing our format a little bit so we bring you not just qualitative issues of life, and we've done that now for 204 episodes. Today is going to be another episode that's going to give you not just some qualitative measures of things to think about in life, but some actual implemented action statements that are going to help you grow your business, help you launch your business, and help you stay on track to meet your goals in life, whatever they may be. The only thing we want you to take away from this today is this. We want you to go out and live life in a bigger, better, and bolder way than you did the day before. And the biggest thing about life is this. It's just like a bank. The more you put in it, the more you can take out. So I want you to listen keenly today as I introduce to you our guest. This is Lindsay Wilkins, and she has a wonderful podcast out called All Things Branding. Did I get that right, Lindsay? It's the Lindsay Wilkins show, but yes, it is also all things branding. <laughs> so see, Jimmy's already messed up first thing. This is why Lori has to be here, folks, is that's how this works. But hey, Lindsay, glad to have you on the show. So I got a couple of questions right off the bat. Branding, what does that really mean to us as individuals? Yeah, you know, I think it's important to talk about what people think of as branding, what it is versus what it isn't. A lot of people are under the misconception that branding is the visuals, it's the logo, it's the the fonts, the colors. And while that is a very important part of branding, there's definitely a role that that plays. It really is the perception that people have of you, if you're a personal brand or your business. So it's not what you say it is, it's what other people say it is. That is a great statement. So it's not what we want it to be. It's what others perceive it to be that really makes branding effective. So yes. so let me ask you a quick question. Now, you're a talented young person, and I say young person. Folks, she's got to only be like 18. She looks very young, but she's older than that, I assure you, right? Am I right? Yeah, yeah, a little okay. bit. Okay, uh, just a little bit, but she still looks 18. That's the main thing. Now, Lindsay, let me ask you a question. If I were to tell you I'd done some research on your background, because we don't just let anybody on this show. You know, we're worldwide. <laughs> we're in 57 countries. We're like the CIA world. We we check everybody out. I did some research back in your high school days that you uh, discovered uh, a talent. Are you with me? High school days. She discovered a certain talent she had and really mastered the talent by the time she graduated high school. Now, this talent, and this may be something she could exhibit for us today here, folks, live here on Live a Life by Design, but I understand that you are a rapper. You want to bust us a beat out, or do we want to keep it low-key? I mean, you tell oh, me. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um <laughs> There are some rap skills that I that I do obtain. That is correct. 
I <laughs> You're laughing. How'd I find that out, right? Yeah. Freestyling is not my my forte, but yes. Oh my gosh. That is something that I used to do a lot. And uh, I've thought about bringing it back. Is this I wonder if this is the time and place. Maybe not. Oh, <laughs> hey, I think this could be the time and place. Folks, maybe a follow-up episode of this with her doing nothing but branding us with rap tunes. Uh, but maybe next time. Okay. Maybe maybe next time. <laughs> You never know what I'm going to bring up on this show, Lindsay. This is just how it works. We got to give people context on that, though, because (laughs) I loved to rap about positivity. Of course, you know, those high school days, that was, you know, fun. But I did a rap, actually, for a driver's ed course. I don't know if you know this, but I rapped. driver's ed course. Okay. I educated people in driver's ed and um, put it into a rap. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) I, I do have to ask you, you don't have to wrap it, but give me some lyrics here. I just imagining driver's ed. So go right ahead. Do you remember some lyrics? Oh man, off the top of my head. Um, it, you can find it on YouTube. If you search texting and driving rap. Texting and driving rap. Okay. I've got I, it's, the lyrics are not going to come to me right off the top of my head, but um, oh gosh, I, maybe I shouldn't advertise that it's on youtube there's a whole video and everything a music video <laughs> you know folks i'm bringing it to you here this is a star we have on this episode today folks she's got her own youtube channel sounds like with music and video and uh, she's got her own website too so let's talk a little bit about that you'll find it in the show notes folks i'd like for you to look for that too and the the uh actual website is going to be Lindsay l-i-n-d-s-e-y brook with an e media.com that's Lindsay brook media Dot com. It'll be in your show notes. And then she can be found at Lindsay at Lindsay Brooke Green at G-R-E-E-N dot com. So, hey, let's ask a few questions to get to know our guest. And I want to dig into this branding a little bit deeper as we go. So tell me a little bit about a background of your life as a child. What, what was it like? Where did you grow up? Big city, small town? Yeah. Um, so I grew up in Lawton, Oklahoma. Uh, I think it felt bigger than it actually is now that I've lived several places. But yeah, I grew up in Lawton, Oklahoma. I feel like I had a pretty normal childhood. I grew up with two older brothers. And yeah, I was very active. I played a lot of sports. Um, I wouldn't consider myself like the cool kid. I was always kind of more on the shy side, but always, you know, I was told when I was younger that I was wise beyond my years. And a lot of the uh, friends that I had, I felt like I kind of ran with like an older crowd. And by that, I mean, my neighbors down the street, uh, Neil and Mel Springborn, they were an older couple. I would go down to their house all the time and just have conversations with them. I just loved, I loved more like mature people. I loved having deeper conversations, even as a kid. It's so funny to look back and see that who I am today really did start when I was so young, but yeah. I got a question though, Lindsay, about that talking to older people. Are you inferring that your host today qualifies for that type (laughs) of a discussion? Is that what you're inferring? No. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the world knows I've told my age, I'm 58 years young, but that's my mental and positive attitude at work. Oh, I would never guess you were 58. (laughs) There's points right there, folks. She's going to get a really big, uh, maybe a just gigantic mention here in this podcast. So tell me a little bit about this. How, How did you determine you wanted to get involved in the world of branding? Yeah, that's a good question. I never thought I would be interested in branding, to be honest. Uh, 
in my 20s, I got into fitness. Fitness was my biggest passion. Uh, I actually pursued personal training and built so much self-confidence in the world of fitness. So I just really wanted to bring that to other people. And my goal, I thought, was to build my own personal brand in the fitness world. Of course, that was a very saturated market and hard to do. Um, and then, you know, COVID happened and I was a personal trainer for three years, but that third year was COVID. And I decided I just wanted to make a change. One of my passions has always been just being creative. And I was able to do that through creating social media content. And my first client was actually the gym that I was a personal trainer at. And so I started to work with a lot of clients in that world. So it was cool that I could still kind of be in that fitness world. Uh, you know, my business evolved and now I, I work with a lot of sports performance, physical therapy clinics. And over the last couple of years, I always felt like there was this missing piece. Like I wanted to do better work for my clients and I couldn't quite figure out how, because anyone can post social media content. And I just knew that there was more. So the word brand started to come into my radar and I brand awareness, brand strategy. And I'm like, Oh, you know, social media is great. But if we don't know who we are as a brand, it's going to be really hard to connect with our audience. So then I just took my business up a notch with learning more about branding. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of how I ended up here. I still feel like I'm new. So it's hard to label myself as an expert. But just working with these businesses over the last couple of years, I, I realized the importance of that piece. And so it's exciting that I can help my clients in a better way now. That is, is a great story, Lindsay. Tell me a little bit about how the podcast came about as use of maybe getting your story out to the world. How, how did that come about for you? Yeah. So the podcast was my... Um, There's a word I'm looking for. It was my strategy for starting to build my own brand because I I think this light bulb moment happened where I'm like branding, like that's it. And so I wanted people to then associate me with helping them with their brand. And not just that, I I, I wanted to help more people because I felt like so many people, again, don't really know what branding is. And so if I can help other people in their business have an understanding of branding by creating this podcast and you know, sharing all this information, maybe I can help them grow in their business. But it, it's also a way for me to take what I'm learning and solidify it in my mind by educating other people. They say that's the best way to learn. You know, you you learn something and then you teach other people. So that's also kind of my strategy with the with the podcast. So, you know, it's a great story as well. I, I will tell you this podcast that we came up with on Live a Life by Design was only born from hearing a lot of our clients go, I wish someone had, or I wish I had. And I said, you know what? We don't live a life of regret here on Live Life by Design. We live a life of purpose. And so we sat down and I'm one of these creative brains and I just sit down and I start storyboarding stuff. Now, I know you're going to laugh, but that's an old school method of how we do stuff. And I just Love took it. a whiteboard and I just start story. I made three panels and I said, how's this going to look? How's it going to sound to the world? And is it translatable to all the different uh, countries of the world? Because we only speak English, but we're in 57 countries. And this actually has been a time where people send us emails that are just so heart touching, like, 
you know, I'm going to get my life together now because you've made it sound so easy to do X, Y, and Z. Uh, so your branding is the same way through your podcast. And I think you just give it some time. You're going to see lives getting touched. And they're going to be changing. and They're going to be calling you going, hey, I need some help with this or that. So, so let me ask you a quick question about this. Who would you say was maybe a big mentor for you to get into branding or maybe the physical fitness side? Yeah. You know, there's one person that comes to my mind when you say mentor and it's, it's one of my clients actually, who became a client of mine early on in my business uh, journey. And it's funny because when I started taking on clients for social media, I was saying yes to everyone because, you know, your new business and you got to start somewhere. You got to figure out who you like working with and who you don't. And I got connected with him through one of my uh, PT clinic clients. And he's a consultant, actually. So he's a business consultant for healthcare and physical therapy clinics. And when I first talked to him on the phone, uh, <laughs> very intimidating. I was like, I don't know about this guy. But I need, you know, I want the clients. So I agreed to work with him, which is so funny because now I just feel so grateful that he's kind of come into my life and been this mentor. Uh, I've taken in so much of his content, which at first I'm like, none of this PT clinic stuff really makes sense to me on the business side. But over time, I was like, oh, this isn't just related to physical therapy clinics. This is like about business. And his whole thing is changing healthcare and putting relationships over transactions. And now I can think about how to do that better in my own business. So he's just... And it, the other funny thing about Jerry, which I don't think I said his name, it's Jerry Durham, um, which you can find him. He's, he's, all, he's all over the place on social media. He's covered in tattoos. He cusses like a sailor. Um, <laughs> he well, you know, loves to drink. He loves baseball. He and I could not be more opposite but he's such a good he's such a good person he's so intelligent and he's super helpful and uh he's just become a a big mentor in my in my business journey so i love the way you described him <laughs> um, oh yeah so so my my thought there is and i'm not going to dig too deep in this hole that we just mm -hmm. opened but i will say this i never judge a book by the cover and let me explain why I was coming back from California, driving a U-Haul that I elected to do. It could have paid somebody to do this, but I like to see the country. And I fly over it all the time. I speak across the country before COVID anyway. And I'd fly everywhere. And I never got to see all these beautiful states like New Mexico's Painted Desert or Arizona. And, you know, I, I fly to Phoenix and I get out and do my business. And I fly back. So I drove from um, a, a city in Northern California called Redding, California, where our daughter lived and had movers pack the truck and everything. And I said, I just want to drive it and see the place. It took me three days to drive from there to, to back to Oklahoma. But on my way, I stopped for gas in this small little old bitty hole in the wall city. And I don't, I'm not even going to say the town because I can't remember it, that they had a nice gas station. It looked like from the interstate. <laughs> and I pull up and all of a sudden this biker gang and I'm talking leathers, uh, you know, bandanas, no helmets, Harleys loud and all this stuff. I'm just filling up with gas. Here's a guy wearing, don't laugh. I wear Lululemon commission pants. You know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, the, the businessman trying to look co cool and casual. And I'm wearing my Nikes and a, a pullover shirt and, and I'm filling up this U-Haul truck and these guys, like 40 of them just start coming up on motorcycles, pretty rough looking, had the arms all, uh, you know, inked up and. 
And uh, so I need to back this rather large truck up, but they've got motorcycles surrounding me, Lindsay. So what do I do? Just being a gentleman, you know, I think the good Lord orders our steps. So I go to one of these rough looking guys and I say, sir, it is a beautiful day to be riding that Harley. I had a 92 electric glide before my kids were born. And you know what? We just made an instant connection. He said, sir, you rode an electric glide. Let me tell you what I've got here. And he started showing me his bike and That's and awesome. we just made a connection. And and what I tell people is don't judge the book because you got to really see what the person's really about. And a lot of times it's not on the exterior. Wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So if I ever meet Mr. Durham, I'm going to go up to him and say, you won't believe what Lindsay said about you on our show. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But if I say that, he won't know I'm being positive, right? So, uh, Right. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, my point to all this is those those mentors mean so much to us, and they've guided you so far. Do you feel like it's been a rewarding relationship for both of you? Absolutely. It's funny because he's a client of mine. I do a lot of work for him, and I've helped him grow his brand awareness and it's been so cool to see his business grow. But even then, I'm like, I feel like he's given me so much more value than I've given him. And he probably feels the same way, vice versa. So I think that's that's the mark of a great relationship where you both feel like the other person has given you more value. So yeah, it's been You know, cool. I've, I've got mentors too. Have you had any mentors in life that you haven't really met, but they've impacted you through other means, whether it be their books, their audios, their, their DVDs, uh, you know, whatever? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Tom Bilyeu, um, big Tony oh, he's a Robbins. Big one. He's a big one. Tom's a big one. He had a um, health food company a few years ago and sold it for like a billion dollars. He and his two partners. I've seen him speak. I've met him personally at a success forum uh, in Dallas. You mentioned him and I'm telling you, this young man is dynamo. I love his content. Yeah. I think that's what I try to fill my my mind with as much as possible because you can't always surround yourself with those people. So, but you can't control, you know, the stuff that you put into your head. So I love listening to those. Today's episode of Live a Life by Design is brought to you by the Life Plan Builder, a new online financial planning platform for young professionals who wish to create and gain control of their finances in a simple yet powerful manner. Go to www.compasscapitalmgt.com or call 918-423-3222 for more details on this new platform. You will be glad you did. Now, back to the show. Register principal securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer member FINRA SIPC. Jimmy J. Williams is an investment advisor representative of Compass Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Compass Capital Management LLC are not affiliated. 321 South 3rd Street, Suite 4, McAllister, Oklahoma, 74501. So tell me a little bit about your educational background. Did you get a degree in this uh, marketing branding or did you get a degree more in the physical fitness side and then just transition? What what did you do in, in, in college? Yeah, I love that question. It's funny. When I first started college, I was undecided for a semester and then I was I decided business marketing, that's what I'm going to do. But two years in, I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> Most so, people do, right? Yeah. Right. And I so I it's really funny because that's what I'm doing now. But um no, I, I finished my degree at Oklahoma State University in exercise science. So, you know, I'm just another one of those college graduates who aren't using their degree, but it did definitely lead me on the path that I am in now. So I'm very grateful for that. But can I, respect, can I respectfully dispute you on saying you're not using your degree? I promise you, you're using more of your degree than you know. You're just probably not taking the emphasis of that degree and working mainstream in that area of life, right? No, great so, point. 
So I tell people, you know, they go, you know, I got a degree in in English, but you know, I'm over here doing coding on a computer, and I'll go, well, how many hours did you? They'll go, well, I got nearly a minor in computer science. Like, Come on, you're using your degree. So I yeah. said that for your parents, if they listen to this, I don't want them to think they wasted money. Okay, <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> so so you went from Lawton to uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma, which is mm-hmm. one of the nicer towns in our area here in central United uh, Central United States, Central Oklahoma. Um, and so you graduated with a degree in business marketing, right? No, so it right. actually ended up being exercise, oh, exercise science. science. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. That's so okay. in exercise science. So then you went into physical fitness. And, and now tell me how that helped you in branding. How did that get you a mindset to start branding from physical fitness? Yeah, um, you know, it. I struggled so much growing my business as a personal trainer because I didn't one, I wasn't confident in what I was doing. And I also didn't know how I was different. And I always think about how if I could go back, um, I would be more confident in who I was. I'd be willing to show up authentically myself rather than try to be like other people because I would think that's how I would attract clients. Um Hopefully that's, that sentence made sense. but no, no, it does. So you're talking about differentiation between your product and the mass market out there. What am I doing under what I call the USP? Have you ever heard of this phrase, the USP, the unique selling proposition? What makes mm-hmm. what makes Lindsay Wilkins different on her branding podcast than all those branding podcasts out there? And that's not a slight to you, Lindsay. It's just that there's thousands of them. There's thousands oh, yeah. of them in the same genre that we produce, Live a Life by Design. We just want to be a little different in how we deliver, how we create content, how we reach and touch the lives of those listeners, right? So, so how do you differentiate yourself? with your customers? Like how did they, let me rephrase, how do you get your customers to differentiate themselves from their general market? Yeah, that's a really great question. So let me answer this for my clients because I feel like my strong suit is I spend most of my time doing work for them. And so physical therapy on the sports performance side, they're um, out of network. So cash pay clinics it's important to differentiate yourself and to um, have a strong brand in order to get people to pay out of pocket for physical therapy, because you could go somewhere where your insurance covers most of it, right? So how do you get people to come to you? And I love the creative side of branding. So what I try to do is help them understand, and this, I guess, is how I differentiate my business or myself as a business. It's the 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 creative and the quality of the content that you're putting out. So a physical therapy clinic that says we are the best in our area, we're high quality uh, providers that will give you a better experience. They need to have that perception. So I'm here to elevate the perception of what you do, not because it's we want to put a facade, but we want to match the quality of your service to the, the quality of your content. So that's what I do is I come in and I, all my clients are are remote and I travel to them and I I am in their business. I see what they do, how they interact with their clients so that I can understand and speak on their behalf. So I like to say that I'm not like a typical social media management agency where we're just going to like post content and call it a day and check boxes. It's like, I want to understand you and help bridge that gap between you and your customers. 
So you're really doing a very personalized branding nature of the person's creative side of their business to get it to his perception by the audience they wish to attract. Would that be a fair statement? Yeah, I was perfectly said. If you want to write that down, you're welcome to use it as long as you give me credit with you. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. That was a much more condensed version. <laughs> I love hey, it. Let me ask you though, a lot of our audience, and I know I did this early in my career. I've been in this business now 34 years, but I early in my career, I did not delineate very well between what is marketing and what is sales. Help our audience understand what's the difference there. And I will tell you now, they are big in difference. So what are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, I, I love analogies. So when you think about um, dating, right? Uh, and marketing and branding here, we'll, I, I will create three sections here. We'll have the branding, the marketing, and the sales. So branding is building trust with someone. It's going on dates. It's you know the communication, um, just building that know, like, and trust with somebody. The marketing is saying, hey, do you want to go on the next date? And then the sale is, yes, I agree that right now where we are in our relationship, like um, we can move forward in that next. I, I think I'm explaining this not the right no, way. No, but no, no, I like this. So so really the branding is I'm attracting that potential mate or or date or whatever we want to call it. And then you're saying my marketing is reinforcing what that brand is on a continual basis. Because see, marketing is really out there to do what? Extend my message when I'm asleep. Extend my message when I'm not in that market. You know, this is what marketing is. It's just them attracted to your brand that you right. have. And you're saying that basically then the sales piece of this is I close the deal. I got the yes, right? Right. Um, so I won't tell you uh, that I clearly make bright lines um, among those three activities, but we sometimes blur the marketing and the sales and we blur the marketing and the branding sometimes because it's just so hard to keep them delineated. But that is a great analogy. So so a quick question for you then. Can we be successful in marketing and then be a failure in our company? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you want to be able to deliver on the promise that you're putting out there. Oh, that's such a great question because this is so much more than just everything that's happening before the sale or the sale. Uh, yeah, how you deliver your product and service. Are you delivering on that promise that you, you know, once you get married to somebody and they completely change, you're like, what's going on? <laughs> like this whole time we were building this relationship, you know, and now it's like you're a totally different person. So <laughs> now, now wait just a minute. You open the door. And as we say, if you were in the legal arena, we'd say, Hey, if you're on the stand and you open the door, I can ask any question. You just open the door. We got married okay. and, yeah. he, and he changed entirely. So I got a question. Is that an underlying comment toward the two years of marriage you've had? <laughs> Did he change 180 from what he is, dated you? That's hilarious. I love I'm just, Yeah. I'm just teasing. No, you. I got I'm so teasing. lucky. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he did as well. You're a fine young lady. Uh, oh, so thank you. I do have a personal question, if I may, and you don't have to answer, but we are going to send this out across the globe. Here it goes. Yeah. I see a dog bowl and a dog <laughs> water dish in the background here in the camera. And I saw walking behind you with the most beautiful, and I think it was a Labradoodle. Was Golden it? Doodle. Golden Doodle. I'm sorry, Golden Doodle. What is the, the dog's name? What? Tell me how old and all that good stuff. Because that's yeah. a brand item. I'd put that on my branding if I were you, because I love dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love dogs. He So his name's River. He's a two-year-old golden doodle. And you didn't see her, but I have another dog. She's 10 years old, and she's a half golden retriever, half 
I'm not sure what, um, but yeah, they are two, my two very best friends. When people ask me if I have kids, I'm like, yeah, River and Abby, they're, they have four legs, you know? Yes. Hey, uh, you're talking to a man here that has a grand dog and a grand kitty because our daughters aren't yet married. Uh, I've got a 26-year-old and a 22-year-old. One's graduating with OU with honors in May, so we're getting a, that oh, one at least awesome. out of undergrad. We don't know where we're going after that, but we're, we're contemplating. So let's talk about some small business owner techniques. I want you to drill down for us, with Lindsay, and say, how would you, if I had a, an idea of a business and I'm coming to you and I'm going... I've had my business going for a while, but I'm just not getting the traction that I'd like to have for the intended market or the ideal client I wish to attract. What would be the first few steps I need to take with Lindsay Wilkins to get this to get this underway? Yeah. I mean, first, like, what's the problem that you're trying to solve? Like, what do you want to be known for is a really good question to ask yourself. Um, because a lot of times we may not know. It's like, or it may be too all over the place. So I would say narrow down your expertise and that one thing that you want to be known for. And then you also have to figure out who can benefit from that. It's not going to be everybody and that you have to be okay with that. Um, so figuring out, and you could, I would even like create an avatar around that, create um, an ideal customer avatar and direct your message to them. Because a lot of times our message is too broad and because we're trying to speak to a lot of people because we think that that's going to be uh, how we attract people into our world, into our business. But the more focused that message is, the more likely we are to attract the right people. You know, that's a great idea. And so one of the things I want to ask you about this, how long, so let's assume I come and work with with Lindsay Wilkins, give me kind of a timeline. How long would you think it would take for a great product, great management, uh, just just needing some marketing, branding, and so forth, consulting work with Lindsay Wilkins? How long does it take? Are we talking three years to ramp up? What should be the expectations of, of the proprietor or the entrepreneur? Well, keep your expectations low. I would say like it takes time. That's what branding is. Uh, you have to have patience, and it totally depends on the market that you're in. Um, you know, is it a very, is it a huge market that you're trying to get into? Is it small? Uh, how often are you? How often, and and how many different places are you showing up? So, I wish I could give you a specific timeline, but I would say expect to spend a few years really developing that brand awareness, and you can. You know, it, it doesn't have to take years if you're a personal brand and you want to be known for something very specific and you're showing up on social media frequently. I think it can take, you know, six months. It, it totally depends. Um, but it's what you're going to put into it that determines what you get out. So the more you put in, the the quicker that that can happen. And again, just knowing who you're talking to and positioning yourself in the market in a way that's different from everyone else. I think that it's going to help expedite that. You're much more uh, cogent in your comment than me, but I'm going to say it like this, folks. When I look at marketing and branding, branding to me is a lifetime experience. Ooh, because love that. that brand does evolve. You do grow in your business. Your ideal client, or in this case, customer may change. I've been doing this 34 years, and I got to tell you, I would have taken anybody that fogged a mirror when I was starting out because you know what? Cash doesn't just fall from the sky, right? And so you're investing in your business, but you got to have cash flow to make it work, right, Lindsay? 
Yes, absolutely. The second thing about this too is, is I always say this and you're marketing and I'm not saying this just because Lindsay's on our show today, but you need to have a marketing designated consultant or someone on your payroll, someone that's going to specialize in this for the lifetime of your company, because again, the world changes. And so what we had in the last three years with the pandemic, you would have seen that branding played a big role in helping us come out of that shutdown period and get back to making the world a better place. So my, my question to you in that regard is, what are some approaches that we can start with? Like what avenues or what areas would you start branding a small business? I'm talking about someone just trying to get started. What would okay. you recommend? Yeah. I mean, I always go to social media because if you look around when you're at the grocery store in line, anywhere, we're all, I mean, un sadly, we're all on our phones all the time. So I think being where the attention is, uh, finding one platform that your ideal audience spends most of their time on and showing up, giving yourself a... Uh, a schedule, a way to show up consistently and serve those people. The more you give, the more people are going to trust you, uh, feel like they know you and you know, know, like, and trust. I love those words, big, big and branding, but yeah, I would just say, don't be afraid to show up on social media as much as you can. You know, trust is a big five letter word. And let me explain something from that. That's all we have in our business. We're wealth managers. People trust us or they don't. If you don't have trust from the start, you're not going to be able to help the family get where they need to be, right? So it takes that two-way relationship. Same thing wouldn't you say with your marketing. People need to trust the process you're bringing them because I hope it's bringing them to a different and maybe uncomfortable area because if they had marketing before, they wouldn't need Lindsay, right? If they knew what to do. Mm -hmm. So question for you, though, is, is how do I help someone that maybe had a brand and that brand may not be as uh, lustered as it was. For example, some things can happen. And I say it like this. Trust and branding uh, takes a lifetime to build and takes minutes to lose. Yes. So let's assume that someone's had a life uh, event that's caused some problems and they need to rebrand. What would you give as guidance for those kinds of people? Yeah. I mean, honesty and authenticity, I think is always number one, you know, share with people the journey that you're on. I went through this myself. Um, in my small community, community, I was known in the fitness world or I wasn't known in the fitness world. I was known for being, you know, in the fitness world. And I, I quickly shifted to something completely different. And I just said, Hey, this is, you know, this is now the journey that I'm on and we're all human and we just need to know that people I think will accept that and just being open and honest with people about the journey. I think Gary V talks about this a lot. Um, share people with, you know, share the journey that you're on. And so I think it's okay to completely shift. Um, just. Yeah. You know, Gary V does a great job. I, I don't listen to a lot of his podcasts. I do more reading about him than anything. Uh, but I will tell you, he has some great ideas that come across for marketing and branding your businesses that are really valuable. People need to check him out. But let me ask you this. How about if we're talking 10 years from today and Lindsay's sitting there, of course, she won't have age. I may be aging, but she won't have age because she looks fantastic. <laughs> 10 years from now, and I were to sit down and have this same interview with you, what would you like to have had happened for uh, you know, Lindsay Brook Media to 
be where? What what has to happen for you to think it to be successful during that 10 years? Uh-oh, I don't really understand. <laughs> so so what do you what do you want to have happen in that 10-year period of time for you to feel like you've been successful in your your role as a consultant? You have a $10 million, you know, gross income number out there. What what's that big nugget that I guess pulls you along and keeps you motivated to do what you're doing? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I'm not really sure how to measure this because I don't want to measure it in dollar amounts, but I do want to have an impact. I want to know that I have helped. And this kind of goes beyond branding, to be honest, but I want to help people who are thinking about starting a business or who are new at starting a business. I want to help them have the courage to step into that. And I just want to know that I have helped people live the life that they want to live. You know, I never saw myself being an entrepreneur, but when I started this journey, I'm like, wow, this is really awesome. I never thought that I could do this. So I just want to instill that confidence in other people. And I I want to be open and honest with people that I still deal with imposter syndrome. I don't always feel like I know what I'm doing or I don't I could use more confidence, but I'm out here doing it and you just got to have the courage. And so I just want to make I want to know that I have helped a handful of people do that, maybe more than a handful in 10 uh, years. But let, let me ask you this imposter syndrome. Let me ask you why you look so confident. You act so confident. Your podcast really just reeks of confidence to me. I oh, just love how you. you I love how you sound. Of course, it's audio only, but I didn't know anything about you. I just saw the, the sky on the, the symbol, right? The logo. But but I look at that and I go, man, this young lady sounds more confident. Tell me what can we do to help you with this imposter syndrome? Because I'm sitting here telling you the truth. What do oh, I need to put between, what do I need to put between Lindsay's ears to say you're not doing an impost you you're doing this and the world's a better place because you're doing it what else can I do to help you with Oh that? I appreciate you saying that that's so <laughs> nice I get I mean yeah the mentor I was telling you about he he tells me all the time like Lindsay you know what you're doing and I so I don't know if there's anything anyone can can tell me but <laughs> I think just Oh, what were you? sorry, go ahead. No, there's a book I'm going to send you. I'm going to ask off the, off the show. I'm going to get your address. I'm going to send you a book that's going to transform your life. And it's going to give you some insight as to, yes, I'm on the path and it's my path and I'm making progress on the path. Some days I make more progress than others, but I do always make progress. And I'm going to get you that book. And it's on Jimmy's top reads on Ooh. our website at livealifeby.design. So, uh, I'm going to send that book to you. And and basically that book is by one of my mentors, Jim Rohn, and it's called Leading an Inspired Life. And I'm going to tell you, it will change you. So it's me, a reference guide. It's not just a book. I look into this and I read it every year, right along with Think and Grow Rich. But that's another oh, reason for reading that. Love book. Think and Grow Rich. <laughs> Hey, you and I are going to get on this book thing. We're going to be here for two hours, but I'm telling you, I love to read. I'm pretty voracious on the reading. So awesome. uh, last question, if you were to leave a legacy in your field of branding, what would you like younger people than you saying in the next 20, 30 years about what you impacted in the field of branding? Oh, great question. Um, yeah, it's it's hard not to repeat what I just said about instilling confidence in other people because i think we all have something to to provide and to the world like we all have value that we can bring and if you can step into that confidence if you can step into that uniqueness of you 
then you can have this successful business, uh, whatever that means for you. Um, and so again, I think my legacy is in, I think just cause I've dealt with confidence issues my whole life. So it's funny that you say that, but, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's like the right answer, but there's but no right. There's no wrong. There, answer. There's no wrong answer. I want you to stop <laughs> that right answer. There's no right. Answer. There's no wrong answer, right? Hey, this has been a lot of fun. Is yeah. there any last words that I haven't addressed with you that you'd like to leave this audience? And I'm going to repeat the show notes information for you as well about regarding your podcast. I want everybody to go out and listen to her podcast and give a review. When you listen to it, she does a phenomenal job. The sound of her voice is just so, so positive and so promising. So everybody go listen to that. But what would you like the listeners of this podcast to know about Lindsay Wilkins that is powerfully motivating or a positive note that I haven't addressed with you today? It's hard to talk about like the the good things about yourself. That sounds so bad. Um, but you know, I I really want to come across as open and honest as I possibly can because life is a journey and we're all here trying to figure it out. And I just, you know, I'm here to share my journey of entrepreneurship and I'm trying to do that in the most authentic way. Um, so why is this question so hard to answer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I can't answer this question. Let me tell you, though, you're answering the question. You're just not putting it in verbal form as you wish. But what she's saying, folks, is she really just wants to leave a print on the lives of those that she touches, that they understand her honest and her openness to resolving their problems in a manner that they wish has been rewarding for both her and her client. Did I say that right? Wow. I'm just, you know, I'm going to have to write that down and, and save it and then I'll give you credit. Can, can I get partial credit? Okay. I get partial Absolutely. credit. Absolutely. Lindsay, this has been a wonderful, wonderful interview for this episode. I want you to know I sincerely appreciate you on behalf of all of our team at Live a Life by Design. And I thank you very, very much for your time today. Thank you so much. This was really fun. I really appreciate the conversation. If you have greater questions to ask and maybe more comprehensive questions to ask, we ask you to reach out to Lindsay Wilkins at lindsay at lindsaybrookgreen.com. You'll see it in the show notes. And give a listen to her All Matters Branding podcast. The Lindsay Wilkins Show is a great podcast for those of you that wish to get a better handle on what you're doing in your marketing as well as how your branding is developing to attract those clients in your world. And as I always say, and Lori does it even better, if you would, go out this week and change the world by just being a bigger, better, and bolder you. Until next week, go out, live your life by design. You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company, all rights reserved. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brindley. Brindley.